Hi, everybody. This is Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. I have a room full of nerds here. And Marley. <laughs> Come on, guys. Get close to the mic. Here, let me just... There we go. This there is a operation you got, Rob. Uh, okay, Ink Studs, CITR 101.9 FM. This is the radio show where I talk about comics. Um, right now, it is the funding drive here at CITR. And, okay, I'm not getting Brian's website up. It's called bottomlesspop.com. Oh, is it Bottomless Pop? That's my problem. Brian made a wonderful uh, theme song for the Ink Studs during his uh, recent fit of Twitter songs. And so I wanted to start this, the show with that song, but instead I started with me stumbling over my own words. <laughs> Do you think that's better? I think it, I think it's good. Is this, is this mic? Or how close do we have to get to this mic? Do we have to? I, I, I you know, I'll, I'll turn it up a little. I, I think I think that's good. I think, <laughs> I, think, I, think I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, we're totally doing that background singer thing where you where you're like singing it into one mic and splitting headphones and holding hands. Yeah. So what's our cause for today, guys? Oh, I guess we do have a cause. It's the CITR funding drive. Yeah. Well, we're trying to raise money for CITR. Are there any starving children here at CITR? Right here. Right here? <laughs> you missed, you missed oh, He's James. not starving. I feed him sandwiches. Yeah, we had some big pizza earlier. Yeah, pizza. <laughs> but oh, they you were, had pizza? Yeah. Yeah, when you guys left without us? Well, we I was trying to call you, and you were just, uh, you know, I just uh, don't oh, know see? what to say, and I think I'm just going to do this. Uh. I'm like this Oh, that was quick. So, That's what she said. CITR 101.9 FM. There we go. Official start. Ink studs. There you go. I'm moving my mic. Um, this week I have in the studio Marley Zarcone, James Stoko. Brandon Graham, Hello. and last but not least, joining me again, second week in a row, Brian Fukushima. Returning champion. Returning champion. They call that on Jeopardy. There we go. Who, 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 who are you taking on this week? Who, oh, who's in your sights? Well, I'm taking on all comers. Well, do you guys think you can all take them on? I saw that movie. <laughs> I'm going to be coming on all takers. So. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're doing a funding drive here right now. A funding, funding drive, drive. Just for got the children. sexually charged. <laughs> Uh, if you have kids in the room, you may not want them around, Brian. Uh, 604-822-8648 is the number to call to donate to CITR. I am. I have a list of books. There are a wonderful list of books that I gave to someone to photocopy for me, and I'm just waiting to get that copy I don't think back. you should photocopy books unless it's for review purposes. No, it's just a list oh. of books, like we had last week. Can we, can, we, can we make this hotter in our ears here so I can hear everybody? Yeah, I can turn you guys up Mr. since Engineer. you're not. Mr. Engineer. <laughs> Mr. Hot Stepper. You have to, like, get really close. To there we go. I can't hear I can only hear you. But you can only hear me? Can I get some more bass? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this week, uh, these guys all decided to join me. Yeah, is your head, are your headphones turned up? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, but I just can't hear anybody else. Well, they're not saying anything. Oh! <laughs> no, I, I don't know. There, I've turned you up. All right. Um, so, like I said before, we're doing the funding drive, raising money for the station, uh, and... We here at Ink Studs have brought in a selection of books for folks to uh, donate to and get from. Now I'm going to try and remember from the selection of books. 
which I let's see if, if, if I can remember what we got. We have the best book we have here, which Marley's currently going through, is the Obsessed with Marvel trivia book. Now, do you want to give it a shot, Marley? Do you know how it works? Press the try me button. Ooh, it says try me. Try me. A question uh, 1065. All right, go to question 1065. This is uh, only the best. So we're doing the funding drive here, and so trying to raise money for some capital expenses here. Uh, they want to expand the library here, digitize our music library to have it more accessible, easier to use. And uh, for Ink Studs, I've been here now five years, just over exactly five years, and it's been a pretty wild journey. I don't know. Isn't there a sound effect in the library we can use for that? Um, well, it's not digitized yet, is it? Oh, see? Oh, if you want morning zoo sound effects, you gotta donate. <laughs> oh, Marley has the putting away their wallets now. <laughs> What's your question, Marley? Which alien race created the Mandarin's rings? The Kotati, Sneepers, <laughs> Silicons, Scrolls, Mucklons. I know that one. Mucklucks. Yep. It's D. Okay, push D. Press D. Push D. If you're wrong, it, it uh, electric shocks you. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Okay. I mean, so, it was scrolls. It was scrolls pretending to be that. Well, we do know that James's favorite comic is Scroll Kill Crew. Oh yeah. Well, I don't have it leather bound like you do, but <laughs> it's cloth. Ow! Oh, Ow. that's loud. Oh. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you guys having trouble there? So. When you donate to CITR, you get some gifts and goodies here at the station. At the $30 level, you get a Friends of CITR card. At the $60 level, you get Friends of CITR card plus a record bag, $101.9, because we're 101.9 FM if I need to explain that. I really should explain it. Should I just not explain that again, Brian? No, it makes sense, man. Okay. Uh, Friends of CITR, uh, CITR record bag, and a limited edition surprise. Now, in all these things, if you donate... While listening to the Ink Studs right now at 604-822-8648, you can also get something from a fine selection of books, which, uh, like I said, I need to get a copy of my list. I just got some new ones added to the list. One of them is this amazing collection of uh, National Lampoon um, by Abrams Books. It's like this big art book of their stuff from the 70s. It's amazing. Really crazy. There's yeah, this I one. Hear you're a fan of the Hitler, the Hitler photo shoot on the. It's beach. amazing. It's this photo shoot someone did of Hitler in like a Polynesian beach. It oh. is the craziest. I'm thing. sorry. Do you, uh, just to clarify? You mean Adolf Hitler? <laughs> <John No>. Hitler. <laughs> Steve Hitler. Um, yeah, it's it, the National Lampoon. Like, if you know about National Lampoon in the '70s, they were pretty ahead of their time as far as comedy going. It was a big source for a lot of the, you know, Second City stuff. Starting Out Live guys came from National Lampoon, all sorts of good stuff before it turned into, uh, you know, European vacation. and mm-hmm. American Pie 5. Was that a National Lampoon one? Actually, no, I don't think so. Well, no. I liked about that. It. Dare you sell you that It's on thing. the same level as some of the stuff they've been putting out lately, though. What I liked about Hitler, what I liked about the Hitler thing was uh, there's little uh, notes in it about how they they basically built this entire photo shoot around this idea that they found out that there was a there was a Hitler impersonator who was really big and just the the nerve of someone like I think he's living in Europe and he's just like hey I kind of look like Hitler I can grow a stash yeah. <laughs> that's terrible but then like all his detractors like oh I prefer uh, young skinny Hitler yeah. you're doing the, the old fat jumpsuit Hitler. <laughs> 
You're the no. Hitler with a gun to his head. <laughs> All right. I, I feel like we should stop talking about Hitler. What? It's making me uncomfortable. Oh, you're trying to make some money here. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, one thing we're doing today is folks want to call in here and chat with the fine folks here. Marley Sarcone, James Doku, Brandon Graham, Brian Fukushima. You can call in eight, or 604-822-2487. That's UBC CITR. But don't forget, call in 604-822-8648 to donate. We'd love to, uh, you know, have some more money to buy stuff here we need. I'm going to quickly play. Brian, you've been doing some new songs recently, and one of them, tell us about the um, the latest ones, the Transformers. Oh, yeah. Well, I did a medley of songs from the Transformers, the movie, and I also did a medley of songs from Top Gun, the movie. Oh. And I also did a cover of Cisco's Thong song nice. that's on there. That's that, what you say. That one has the N-word in it. I don't know if you're allowed to play that, but... Um, and... Uh, which were they? And also, the heat is on by Glenn, Glenn Frey. I think we need to hear the heat is on. I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for the if you got a we got the touch kind of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's in the Transformers one. Yeah, uh, which Transformers which one. which part of this is that on your? Uh, tra- uh, well, you uh, go to miscellaneous miscellaneous songs, and then, oh Transformers, uh, Transformers movie medley. Okay, we're gonna play that. We'll be right back All instead. Right. CITR 101.9 FM. After all is said and done. Sometimes when your hopes have all been shattered, there's nowhere to turn. You wonder how you keep going, keep going. Think of all the things that really mattered, chances you burned. The fire in your heart is growing, it's growing. You Yourself an itch to scratch. 
squeeze all the shaman you can. Well, Mr. Whipple's not around. Put your head in the microwave, get yourself a tan. Dare to be stupid, dare to be stupid. We're all waiting for you. Dare to be stupid, it's so easy to do. Dare to be stupid, we're all waiting for you. Dare to be stupid, it's so easy to do. Dare to be stupid, something Back, Inkstud, CITR 101.9 FM. That was Transformers, many songs from the movie, one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, that's not true. That's it's I, a, I, will fight you I, I remember, like, as a kid having such, like, a fond memory of the Transformers and G.I. Joe movies and watching them as an adult. I'm like, these are the biggest pieces of crap I, I could I ever imagine. Transformers the movie? No, yeah, actually, I, I, like, I like both of them, actually. <laughs> oh, wait, is it okay to talk about these things on this radio program? I know it's... What cartoons? Yeah. cartoons? It's fine. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna run out of time talking about this because I've watched both those movies recently, and especially the GI Joe movie where Duke is supposed to die but doesn't. Well, it's just it's so batshit crazy. There's shit where like like Cobra Commander's hiding out in a secret base, and it's a mountain which has a gigantic snake shaped like castle on top of it and to get in there's like a little snake door thing that he you... bought it off of Skeletor or something yeah, like, seriously. I think I think Marley's saying none of this ever happened yeah Marley's curled up on the floor with her hands yeah, around her ears Marley was watching bad, the goddamn bad thing bad memories <laughs> bad memories oh you're every wishing time, it no, ever every happened every time Brandon comes over it's like hey watch this intro to Silverhawks I'm like nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you sign that release form when you just say you're gonna be my friend I know I know I know I know but uh, yeah, the, co- the Cobra away. Lost stuff was like crazy was... anime, like in- injection into like the relatively normal world of GI Joe. Yeah, I was gonna say basically Cobra Law. They were just like, oh, by the way, Cobra Commander's an immortal dude who's made, who's a snake guy who's from this ancient race that lives in Antarctica. By the way, I've got Great a trivia question for you, Brandon. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> throw down. Uh, what is the name of Power Pack's smart ship? Um, uh, Sunday. Oh, well. 
I'm just gonna list them: Sunday, right. Wednesday, Friday, or Saturday. What did you say? Friday. Oh, okay. I'm gonna hit C. All right. There's no, there's no question. I, I mean, power pack. I've actually got that tattooed on my inner thigh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, he really does. Jeez. Oh. Well, he Brandon, wins. keep your pants on here. We talked about this. There's a pants rule in the studio. The power pack was actually the only comic that I had a subscription to as a kid. I know. That's why he gave you the Thank question. You, you know the uh, my one subscription as a kid, Mad Magazine. Oh, nice. No, yeah. you're edgy. Only eight thousand dollars. Cheap. Cheap. I don't know. I, I, I always recently oh. a large amount of money. Anyway. Wait, there's no question that. for twenty one ninety eight. I was recently. Oh no, um, no, no! It's a big joking question. about DC Comics about how um, they have a Mad Magazine. Detective Comics, them. Comics. Sorry, Detective Comics, Comics. So we talk, <laughs> they were talking the other day about how it's redundant because it. Yeah. But uh, about how uh, there's Mad Magazine is now part of DC and so it's in the DC building and and they have a giant Alfred E. Newman statue that says "What Me Worry" and just. The image of the people that got laid off recently having to walk by the What Me Worry statue <laughs> on their way out. <laughs> oh, Marley didn't like that one. Sad. <laughs> I'm going to read off. I finally got a list of books that we have to give away. So at the $30 amount, you can choose from this list of books. Some of them you can even get two of them, depending on the book. You'll have to ask when you call. 604-822-8648. Brandon, no making fun of the books. I have Children of the Atom uh, by David Lapp. Form, he uh, used to be in the Georgia Strait here. Uh, good Vancouver, or good Canadian. He's not Vancouver. Paper Cut Heart, uh, Witness My Shame by uh, Sherry Boyle. The Nogadod collection that is signed and uh, doodled in by Mark Bell, Owen Plummer, Jason McLean, Amy Lockhart, and more. How did that one not get snatched up last week? Is what I, I don't know. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I'd take it if I didn't already have it. Uh, Life is a Foot, uh, the Nipper collection. Brian, you want to say it? Not even. Okay. Okay. Uh, how to understand Israel in uh, sixty days or less? Um, really good, that, it's beautiful. It's a really nice book. Sarah is currently the author of that. She is in Iraq right now. Nice. Doing a <laughs> take that, Joe Sacco. Yeah, he's been in Iraq too. They're actually really good comic strips. They're just hanging out over there together now. Yep, drinking tea. Uh huh. High fiving. You know, that's what they do in Iraq, <laughs> right? Let me worry. Let me worry. Uh, don't get lonely. Poof, the hero book. Uh, the Wonderful Bent by Dave Cooper and a Frankenstein pop-up book. Those are all available at the $30 level. At the $60 level, there is a DC Comics huge poster size uh, art book. Picture this by Linda Berry. A selection of four novels uh, like uh, Sense Sensibility and Sea Monsters, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and two others I can't remember the name of right now. The uh, complete Eddie Campbell Alec, uh, These Years Have Pants. Wonderful, some of the best autobiocomics around. Uh, Make Me a Woman by Linda Berry. And last but not least, Drunken Stoned, the National Lampoon art book from Abrams. We had the Archie collection. That went already. How does it work? Do people get to call up and say they want specific books? Yep. Yeah, Dave the, Cooper book. That the Dave Cooper book's pretty beautiful. What do you think? You got to meet Dave Cooper when he was in Vancouver the other day? Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He's incredibly down to earth. It's always amazing to me when people are it's refreshing when people are cool when their work is good and it you know reaffirms liking their work and well, I, then I was going to say like, on, the, on, the, on the flip side when, you, when there's someone whose work you really like and then you find out that they're not nice like do you, do you find that you like their work less I yes. like to have revisionist history where I decide I never liked their work or that's, like, that's crap that's too bad because the work 
it has always been the same. And so if you liked it once, you should probably still like it. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff like that. I don't know. I'm, I like, for instance, right now I'm reading through all of Cerebus. Not that I dislike his stuff at all, but he's got he's gotten such a bad reputation, and I haven't made my own opinions about Dave Sim. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to me to. But what what was it you were telling me earlier? In the first within the first 25 issues of Cerebus, you can already tell he was a misogynist. Well, it's by... funny that anyone just is like, oh my god, this guy's a misogynist because you're reading the early ones and like. Red Sophia, he's Red so the Red Sophia's father, who's a magician, clones her and makes a version of her with bigger tits and names her like a word that means like she of the big tits and foul mouth and just like <laughs> yeah, weird. This guy, this guy has issues with women. That never occurred to us. Dave Sim, Dave. stay classy. It's but, just know. fiction, man. It doesn't mean that you really want to make a clone of your daughter and you know with big tits. And... I'd, I'd do it. Really? All right, I'm going to change the topic. Yeah, so, please. James and Marley. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, Marley, you, it's been a while since you've been on, but you've had some uh, positive changes recently. You've what got you some. You mean I've actually got books in uh, circulation? He means books that in you've circulation. matured into a woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And they finally grew. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Look at these. Look at these. How you doing? Um, no, you had the uh, the Madame Xanadu, mm-hmm. and then what else do you have? Um, I recently was in a short in a House of Mystery issue number 31, and that was fun. I got to draw like kind of an Encyclopedia Brown-inspired uh, style comic, kid detectives of sorts. Yeah. Did we all read Encyclopedia Brown as a young? No. no. I did. Was that a shoe company? I think was it just was it just Canadian? Look, we can't though? all have grown up with Silverhawks, Brandon. You know, sometimes we read books. There's a shoe company called Encyclopedia Brown. Like, awesome. They're orthopedic shoes. Yeah, they have to be smart kids. Nerds. I loved it growing up. Basically, Marley's just like been taken to the bosom of Vertigo recently, and she's going to be able to buy us and sell us pretty soon. I think she's actually going to try. I could. You can't get much for no, Brandon. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a little more for James. He's younger. Mm-hmm. Still I work out cheaper if you subscribe to me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're in Canada. Does it cost more? Oh, yeah. yeah what, at what rate does the does a listener get Brian? <laughs> <laughs> for $30, you'll get a high five. For $60, you'll get a hug. For $101.9, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> you get an extended hug. Uh, for $1,000 Canadian dollars, you get a night of passion. <laughs> <laughs> we no can't offer that, Brandon. No that's, that's, we can't no offer that. <laughs> What's that number again? 604-822-8648. And don't forget... If CB, you, or C, you, you, what is it? UBC unit? <laughs> UBC unit. That's what they call me. 604... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost feel like it's time for another song oh, after no. that. I was it joking earlier. Really this is when I hear the thong song. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to hear the thong song? Yeah, oh, thong, you know, song, thong, song. thong song. Thong song? Is that that's in the miscellaneous songs? <laughs> yeah. It's very nice. Okay, we'll be right back. Ink Stud, CITR 101.9. Ooh, that dress so scandalous. You know another nigga couldn't handle it. Shaking that thing like who's to itch Look at your eyes, so devilish You like to dance at all the hip-hop spots Cruise the cruise like connect the dots Not just her and she likes the pop She was living the vida loca She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck Thighs like what, what, what Baby, move your butt, 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 on. Uh, Inga singing again. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Thighs like what, what, what? All night long. 
Inkstud, CITR 101.9 FM. Now, I'm going to bring on, we have someone on the phone, uh, Bill Cardalopoulos. We have you there, Bill? Yes, you do. Excellent. Now, Bill is the pro- head of programming. Is head of programming, programming coordinator? Programming director, but it doesn't director. matter. He's the programming dude for the Brooklyn Comics Graphic Comics and Graphics Fest, which is on December 4th. Saturday, December 4th. In Brooklyn, which I will be in attendance at table 32. I've seen the floor plan. I'm very happy. It's a small festival. I was really surprised by the, the I don't know, the small amount of tables. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's very curious. Oh, you mean that we're in a fairly compact space? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, it's still a little bit bigger than it was last year, and, and the main uh, expansion is that... Um, we do uh, actually have more tables than we did last year, and we uh, we moved to a different um, building where we actually have two floors, uh, which made it possible for us to bring the programming on site, because last year we had it at a separate location. So that was, there were a number of considerations that had to do with going with this space, and that's pretty much what that was all about. Now, tell people maybe a little bit about the programming. It's I'm pretty excited. I'm hoping I can sneak away from my table. Um, the, the start off the day probably batting out of the park with Francoise Mouly and uh, Sammy Harkham. Yeah, that's an early panel. We've got, um, we're doing, uh, well, first of all, Rob, I just wanted to thank you for having me on the show. I kind of feel like uh, you launched me into uh, spiel mode, and I'm, I'm grateful <laughs> for that platform, but I just wanted to say that I'm, I love listening to your show. Well, and, and glad to be calling in. Bill, thank you. You're actually one of the first people I uh, emailed with outside of my close circle of folks in comics that oh, listen that to the show. Yeah, when I went to SPX, and you're like, hey, you're coming to this thing. And so okay. for me, it's, it's, it was neat to know that someone outside of people I know firsthand listened to the show. So, Oh, cool. Now, well, that's cool. I've, I've enjoyed listening to your show. Um, although now you have a lot more competition than you used to. Yeah, I know. There are all these okay. other podcasts. I'm going to break all their knees. 
You hear that, Ren and Tian? No, but I'm glad you're coming to Brooklyn. I'm glad you're psyched about the programming. We have a full day of uh, programming, um, and uh, it's it's pretty. I think we're really lucky, even though, as you mentioned, it's like a small show. I think because it's kind of um, well curated, it tends to attract a lot of artists who want to come to the show. Uh, so that we have like a guest list that's almost like disproportionate in quality to the scale of the show. But that's great. I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, and uh, we're doing like Linda Berry and Charles Burns in conversation, uh, Francois Mouly in conversation with Sammy Harkham. Um, we've got a couple of panels on some different topics, including one specifically on uh, like Nancy and gag humor with Mark Newgarden, Johnny Ryan, and Bill Griffith, which um, I hope I'm prepared for. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Uh, Those are guys. I, I, I don't. I mean, that's, that's just. That that has the potential to. It's either you know we we could be a disaster or we could start a new religion. <laughs> the religion of Nancy. Yeah, it was just sort of on its way anyway. Well, I'm looking very much forward to it. I think uh, you know this will be my first time at Brooklyn, and I'm pretty honored yeah. to actually for me and my publisher to be able to have a table at it. And uh, well, yeah, the uh, Ink Studs book is pretty new, right? And that's going to yeah. be at the festival. It's going to be at the festival, and I would say half the people that are. Uh, kind of headliner guests are in the book. Yes, that's so, true. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, this all it's works almost, out perfect. It's almost the official festival program. There we go. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll make a sign. Almost the official festival program. Yeah. Only $20. And, um, and actually, I just heard that um, Kim Deitch is going to be at the festival, oh, too, which I was pretty awesome. excited about, because I always thought that uh, that interview that you did with him was among uh, uh, among your many strong interviews. I always thought that was a particularly strong interview. And uh, he's going to be there with some. In- Have you heard about this print portfolio? Yes, Zach yeah, the Sally's one Zach- debuting. It's amazing. I talked to Zach Sally, I think, last year, and he was t- talking about it. Um, and it sounded really great. I love Kim Deitch. And everyone yeah. else should, too. Yeah, well, what's exciting about the festival, too, is it just sounds like a lot of people are like bringing interesting things. Like, I know that, like, Rosebud Archives is coming. Do you know the, I have who no they idea are? They do, like, interesting print portfolio reprints of. Uh, graphics by people like Windsor McKay and Harrison Katie and Glyas Williams and stuff like that. And uh, they're bringing cool stuff and like Mickey's Achilles coming from Providence and she's like, have you seen her mini comics? Oh man, I'm gonna Uh, there's so much for me to look at there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah like her her stuff is crazy good and she's been sort of under the radar and she's coming but we also have like Charles Burns coming and he's gonna, have you heard about this mutant like Remix oh, Johnny Twenty Three out that the Keto Bellino published. Are you guys going to have that there? Yeah, it's going to be there. Like the Keto, who has the Le Denier Cree yeah. uh, publishing house in Marseille, France, did this weird, like mutant mixed-up version of Charles Burns's X Out, and it's going to be at the show. So it's pretty it, exciting. It's called Johnny Twenty Three, I think. Yeah, although like all of uh, like if you've read X Out, like there is this kind of like alien language that you can't read that's in the book. And the whole book is in that language, so, like, the title is even in that language. But you can sort of, once you know that the name's Johnny 23, you can tell that there's, like, two simil- two identical characters in the middle of the word that correspond to the N and so on. Anyway, this is probably getting a little bit more specific than anyone needs for it to be. It's, well, it's, you know, anything LaDenia Cree does <laughs> is crazy and good. I, uh, I, I love their work, and I'm always scared of looking at their table. Yeah, is this, you've been to you've been to New York before, though, right? I've been once when I went to SPX the one year. 
and it was only oh, yeah, for like right. two days. So. Was that the year you went to Screw Magazine? Yes, yes. The yeah, I heard, yeah that's right. I think I remember you making some uh, interesting references to some uh, off-color adventures uh, in, in subsequent programs. Yes, yes. It was, uh, it was, ta- it, it, it was talk for a more uh, private venue. No, yeah. no, no, nothing really that exciting. Went to the offices for Screw Magazine. Uh-huh. They had a bunch of bound screw magazines. That was pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank well, you. Well, now, yeah, now you're going to have the full uh, Brooklyn experience. Uh, we've got, um, we've got like some other stuff uh, set up around the festival. It'll be a good chance for you to just sort of like check out what's around Williamsburg because we're doing uh, an opening the night before the festival at this place called Secret Project Robot. It's this really cool art space, and that's in the got like Matt Brinkman in. and uh, the day after. We're at the Knitting Factory, which used to be on the Lower East Side, but is in Williamsburg now. Uh, Mark Newgarden's doing a screening of really, really rare comics-related film from his collection. Oh, I could only running imagine. it off of like a 16 millimeter projector. <laughs> I had some. Uh, I did an animation thing here with Kim Deitch, and yeah. I had some oddities. So I'm sure it'll be on par or even more obscure. Knowing uh, yeah, it sounds like it'll be about on par. I've seen Kim's uh, reel. Did you see? Did he show like the stag film? Oh yeah, like with the, the uh, yeah. crazy cat crawling into the the or Ignatz crawling into crazy cat. Via the table. Yes, it's been a while since I've seen it. I don't remember what it was exactly, but yeah, I remember all this. I think there's even like um, a, a, a sort of animated phallus that gets on the loose and does various things or something like that. But um, and it gets anyway. attacked by crabs. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> regardless, uh, whatever that is. Um, but but yeah, Mark's got a bunch of stuff that I haven't heard of uh, that that I'm pretty eager to see too. So that's going to be like a nice kind of post festival sunday afternoon event it's Excellent. A factory on december 5th well so. thank you so much for uh putting this all together bill and i really look forward to uh seeing you in less than a week I'll yeah be there we'll on Tuesday. awesome thanks for calling and, in and uh no problem no problem and if anyone who's listening is in the brooklyn area you can find out more information at our website which is uh comics and there we go and i'll put a link up on the website to it too with this show cool man talk to you soon okay thanks bill Good luck with your funding. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. Fun funding. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much, Bill Cardalopoulos, uh, programming at the Brooklyn Comic Graphics Fest. Now, James, earlier we were talking, and apparently you have an issue with Namor. Yeah. Who doesn't? He's I, I want to know about this issue. Well, he's a guy who lives underwater. He's, what, he's like the prince of Atlantis or whatever? So he's got, like, the whole of Atlantis to go through. And what does he do? He comes to the surface once every, like, couple weeks, and he's like, oh, who's the smartest guy on the planet? Yeah, that guy. He's a dick. I'm going to have sex with his wife. <laughs> also, I have wings on my feet for no apparent reason. Who is the smartest guy on the planet? Reed Richards. Reed Richards, Reed Richards is officially the smartest guy on and the planet. He, and when so. he saved the Earth, he also saved the water part. So it's yeah. like Namor. He saved Namor's ass. Namor's just a dick. I need your help, man. That's probably it. He's like, I don't want to owe anyone anything. Ultimate nullifier, ultimate this. <laughs> oh. He uses his wings under the water. Yeah, he's, like got wings on his, <laughs> he's got wings on his. He's got wings on What I want to know is how come no one could come up with a better name for his d- daughter or whatever than Namorita. 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 Oh, that's his, that's <laughs> his, that was his drinking his, in the Marvel um, office. And that that's his, that his girlfriend. That's his lady clone, yeah. I think. Oh, the clone? I think no, she's a clone. It? Well, then, even more like reason why you shouldn't give them the same name. It's like naming twins. You have twins and you name them like. 
Jeff and Jeffy. <laughs> okay, I, I when I was in circus characters my before. my sister had this friend Suzette who had uh, two sisters in high school. One was named Sandra. The other one was named Sandy. Yeah. Sandy is short for Sandra. Come on. <laughs> Maybe she was shorter. Oh. I just blew your mind. So, a friend of mine had a theory that all of the female water-based characters in the Marvel Universe were constantly existed to be tortured by John Byrne. <laughs> I think it holds water. Ugh. Oh, okay. I'm going to play a song. But it's funny that if you're underwater, you can't burn. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a song and... Uh, Oh, this isn't working. What are we going with now? What racial epitaph do we oh. hear Brian say in this song? <laughs> bong, 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 bong. I think uh, another Brian song. What kind of Brian song would we like to hear? I think Top Gun Medley. Top Gun Medley. Top Gun Medley. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll be right back. Call in 604-822-8648 to donate. CITR 101.9 FM. Yeah. When dreaming takes you nowhere, it's time to play. Working overtime, your money don't matter. Time keeps ticking when someone's on your mind. Moving in slow motion, it feels so good. It's a strange anticipation. Knock, knock, knocking on wood. Bodies working overtime It's man against man And all that ever matters Is baby who's ahead in the game Funny but it's always the same Playing, playing with the boys taking us away. CITR 101.9 FM. 
I, maybe we could just play them in the background like that. Oh yeah, if you want to hear the if you want to hear the rest of my Top Gun medley, bottomlesspop.com and there's a bunch of songs you can listen to there, including the rest of the Top Gun medley. You can ride into the danger zone. Stick, I'm gonna stick, stick it, it into the danger zone. Right into, this is my favorite thing. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do is to make up other other things for specifically for that song. Every night and I would sit around and make it up, and so it would be like motherfucking riding, and then you just anything that's like uh, uh, four syllables or whatever, stick it right in. Yeah, anything like that. It's fun. Do it at home. Home game. It's fun. There we go. Stick it at home. You sing like angels out of sync. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring on our uh, next caller. It's Jen Vaughn from lovely White River Junction, Vermont. Have I got you there, Jen? Yes, here I am. There we go. You're a little quiet. It's going to change volume. Jen Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's my, it's my Brian song. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I did a song for Jen a little while ago. Was it fun? Yeah. It was great. It was it's, one great. Of, it's actually one of my favorite ones that I, that I did. It turned out great. Fantastic. It was my favorite, too, I'll be honest. Yes. It better be, Why? or things would just be awkward. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy American Thanksgiving to you. Thank you, yes. So tell us, purple mashed potatoes. Tell us about your whole Thanksgiving meal, since we're sitting here and we're probably going to oh, eat I'm pizza jealous. after the show. Oh, man, <laughs> well, American, my mom's having Thanksgiving. Oh. Uh-oh, we might what? make Marley cry. <laughs> oh, Marley, yeah. I'll eat double for you. <laughs> She says she'll eat double for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I enjoy it twice as much as you. That's a, Marley can't hear you because she's not wearing headphones. James, pass her the oh, headphones. Well, these ones don't work. What? I'll yeah. Donate some money to the. So Only only James or Brandon and uh, Brian and I can hear you, which means oh. we're going to talk about James and Marley right now. Wait, then hold on. Pass. <laughs> do yours work? They work half the time. Here, pass agreed. yours to them, and then we can use this one. Oh, there we go. Oh, Everyone's, they're all going to rock up. <laughs> so, uh, Jen, just so folks know, you kind of, you work at the Schultz Library at the cartooning school, the, <laughs> okay. the school, the, the Center, Center for, for Cartoon, Cartoon Studies. I always stumble over that. Tell us about the library there. Is that in Vermont? Oh, my God. The library is beautiful. The Charles Schultz Graphic Novel Library, deep in the tiny heart of White River Junction. Uh we have about 6,000 books, and they range from graphic novels. We have some floppies, zines, instructional reference, photography. It's all donation-based. We do allocate a certain amount of money to buy books, but then publishers will give us books, writers, artists, and then occasionally, such as in the case of Damien J., when they get married to other cartoonists, they will send us a box. Of their what doubles? What they believe is anonymously, <laughs> but we can read their handwriting in a postmark stamp. And then you out them so. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I guess that's the cartoonist version. You see, I never had the experience, except when I moved in with my girlfriend and we combined CDs. It was like, what CDs do we have doubles of? Yeah. Me, yeah. me and my yeah. girlfriend had doubles on Mobius books and ended up giving one to a friend. Yeah, I heard about that. I was pretty pissed. Yeah. I needed that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, I, I did date and moved in with a cartoonist, and I got so angry when I found out he combined our bookshelves when I was in uh, Portland working with Top Shelf for a month. Oh, I was cool super pissed. No, I don't, I don't like that. Not yeah. cool. That's, that's probably when they should have realized it wasn't going to work out. Go so, back and talk to him. I think at that point you had to marry him, though. <laughs> <laughs> you have to restart your collection. this? I don't know. I actually think that's the only thing holding my relationship together is that nobody wants to break up the bookshelf. 
are too good. I think dirty pair books are too good to split up. Yeah, no. Uh, Robin, you like Empowered, right? No. No. <laughs> leave Adam Warren alone. Adam Warren can disappear. Oh. No, but remember when he did that brief stint in Gen 13? Oh, man. That, that's the part that I ignore, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I like it when he draws his own stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Now, Brandon I, especially liked it when he drew the Roxy Magical Princess. <gasps> Uh, oh, wait, you <laughs> uh, what, what was well, he, that? I, okay, I'm out of the loop here. What's Roxy right. the Magical so Princess? So it was a Gen 13 side book where uh, Adam Warren did like this parody. I, I just I feel like his whole Gen 13 years, this is going to just bring the Inkstead show down to a halt, but I feel like his whole Gen 13 years were kind of slumming it. But, uh, yeah, so he did a thing that was kind of like his Sailor Moon. Yeah. And Roxy from Gen 13 was kind Brandon, of... Brandon, I, I do agree with you because Roxy is actually what I base my look off of now. Like, I was in love with her when I was 13. <laughs> I, I do like the look of Roxy, but... What about Roxy from Gem and the Holograms, huh? Also oh, good. How about her? Oh. <laughs> it's really outrageous. Mm. They're, they're, but I kind of like the Misfits better. They had a lot of green Misfits, going on in them. Their songs are better. And they're going to get her. And they're going to get her, so... <laughs> yeah. You can't argue with that. Stormer's my favorite, uh, though. From I there. always remember watching Gem, and it was like, should I be watching this? Yes, you should. I felt I felt like it was like, as as a young young boy, older boy... <laughs> Middle-aged boy, <laughs> you know, it was like, is this right? Like, you know, is this 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 boy TV show? I, don't I know. still have. It reminds me, I still have a problem when I go. I go to the used Japanese bookstore here a lot, and it takes some nerve out of me to go to the girl section of the big pink wall mm. and look through. Them oh all. yeah, <laughs> it's like going to the porn section in a place. It's just like people are going to judge me. It's the final frontier, man. I'm going to be picking up Magical Drama Queen Roxy in, in the original <laughs> Japanese, and people are going to judge me. Oh, I'm glad you remember the full title. I couldn't remember it for the life of me. <laughs> we all have our crosses to bear, Brandon. What, are there any good embarrassing comics in the in the Schultz Library? Oh, there's so many good embarrassing comment, uh, comics. We got the um, that small manga-sized version of Witchblade that they put in black and white without like changing the levels at all. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> So bad. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. She's a cop, right? Well, I guess cop cow. But. <laughs> it's funny because cops always get in trouble when they're in like Playboy or whatever. You'd think that people would have a problem. Like, hey, you're fighting crime in a in a demon bikini. That's really <laughs> not a good. Uh, no, make that make port. that a portmanteau, or I'm leaving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a demon kini. A demon kini. Yeah. yeah. I got me one of those. Yeah. No. Let's, no, we don't want that. I read it when I was 14, leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, I worked in a comic store when it came out, and I had no idea what this thing... I was looking, it was like, wow, they really just... I thought Cyberforce was bad. I really thought it was funny. At one point, <laughs> it's like she bad. kind of emerges out of the water in a jungle, and you're like, wait a second, she was totally in New York like two seconds ago. <laughs> Sometimes the girl's got to go to the jungle to kick some ass. No, to, 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 to flip her hair out of the water. I think they probably got a Victoria's Secret that was like jungle-themed, and they're like, oh, this oh, is yeah. you. There we go. I remember reading an interview with... Um, what was the guy's name that drew that? Michael Turner. Yeah, Michael Turner, and he said that he was oh. never going to draw the same page layout twice. And I just remember thinking, like, man, what a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can't draw the what same page, page layout twice, but he could certainly draw the same thing over and over and over again. You guys, I never read that Witchblade. <laughs> no, I'm getting mean looks you're from Marley. Right <laughs> you're only getting mean looks because he's dead. Yeah. Was the was her name supposed to be a play on Switchblade? Did she have Switchblade powers? What's ha- what's the? What's she had like Sarah Pazini, wasn't it? 
It's a witchy blade that was Zenu? passed on through history, and it would possess it random powerful blade. women. Yes, it was a <laughs> witchy blade. That had very large breasts. I, I yes, the, it did the, judge by boob size. Uh, Marley, Marley, did you were you were you convinced you were going to turn out that way? Because that's actually what made me stop reading comics for a bit. Was because after at some point, I realized. I could still play baseball quite well without my giant breasts. <laughs> I'm still waiting for mine. They would be really yeah. annoying if we were drawing. Mail. Kind of have to shift them out of the way. You know? <laughs> you just balance your drawing board on them. I don't know. It, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. It's like that uh, Simpsons episode where Marge gets the boob job by accident and can't <laughs> open the cabinets. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Uh, no. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Jen. No, and thank I, you guys, and I hope you have a wonderful evening. Say hi to all your, your building full of uh, cartoonists there. Yes, we have about 15 cartoonists eating dinner downstairs. Your nice. institute of cartoonists over there. Yeah, really. And everyone should come visit. Come is, with Robin. Is James Durham like the Professor X of the CCS? Yeah, he is. He is. He waves in, he points at something and says, that'll never work, and then he leaves. Nice. So it, I, I do it works out. <laughs> now, who's the Wolverine? Vermont is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine? Is there some like uh, some short pervy hairy guy hanging out there? <laughs> like, are you talking about Jason Lutz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, he just hangs out inside the school grounds, and he's like a drifter that threatens the kids. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's just got a switchblade. That's all yeah, right. I know he's he got does. a switchblade yeah. and a witchblade. Kids read Berlin. Ooh, oh. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Jen. Oh, thank you guys. And uh, I'll see you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Ha oh, thank you. Happy. Canada Day. <laughs> <laughs> Canada Day. That was six months ago. It's, it's every on. day in my mind, guys. There we go. We're over it. We're on right. Eat bacon and think of us. <laughs> oh my God. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Jen is very wonderful. She is uh, driving me from Boston to uh, Vermont next week. Right, and you're oh. driving her from Seine to Insane. Yes! Oh, yeah. Oh, no, she's going to have to listen to all sorts of terrible uh, Inkstead stories I may have to tell. You guys don't have to hold headphones reading, like that together. Reading the book out loud to her while she drives. You can, you, you can't I'm not going to do the voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to remind people. Uh, Charles Burns. We are doing. Book on tape of it. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we're doing the funding drive right now. 604-822-8648. If you'd like to donate, uh, be swell to hear from you. We have uh, a whole selection of books. If you donate thirty dollars, you can choose from this list oh, of books. Like Thank you, boys. Stop holding each other's junk. Uh, Children of the Atom, Paper Cut Heart, Witness My Shame, Nagadod, the Marvel, uh, obsessed with Marvel trivia book, which we'll ask a question from once we're done with the list here. Uh, Life is a Foot, uh, Nipper, um, the Doug Wright collection of early comic strips with an unfortunate title. Uh, How to Understand Israel in Six Days or Less by Sarah Glyden. Uh, Don't Get Lonely, Poof, the Hero Book, Bent by the wonderful Dave Cooper, a Frankenstein pop-up book. Uh, at the $60 level, you can get the DC Comics poster book. Uh, picture this, the latest Linda Berry book, who you may recognize from Ernie Pook in the uh, George's Trait. And actually, John and Quarterly just announced today that they are going to reprint the complete Linda Berry comic strips. Oh, nice. That's a lot of fucking comic strips. Excuse me for my swearing. I'm in Canada. Do something. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fucking in them? <laughs> Uh, they're about run. they're about <laughs> teenagers. Yeah. There isn't. Well, uh, teenagers do. I guess. Someone should have told me that. <laughs> when I, was I got all my fucking in early and just quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and we have a selection of four novels like *Sense Sensibility* and *Sea Monsters*, uh, *Pride, Prejudice*, and *Zombies*, and some other stuff. Wuthering Heights and Wolverine. 
Wuthering Heights and Wolverine. <laughs> Make it happen. Isn't that what Origins Make basically is? Penguin Aren't they doing a, they're doing a uh, Jane Austen <laughs> Marvel comic thing. Oh, they? no. I just got sick in my mouth. Right. <laughs> uh, they com- her graves on a rotisserie now. Eddie Campbell's uh, Complete Alec, uh, Make Me a Woman by the wonderful Vanessa Davis. is one of my favorite books of the year. And the Drunken Stoned art book collection uh, kind of look back on uh, National Lampoon. It's a very wonderful strip. Call in, or wonderful magazine, 604-822-8648. And I think, Marley, you, know, you have a question for us. All right. I, I just wanted to add that if, if someone was going to make me a woman, I'd want it to be that Dave Sim wizard character. Oh, all right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Hey, man. Marley, yeah. I'm turning off you guys' mic. 2420. <laughs> Who was you, man? You man? Uh-huh. <laughs> member A. A, I'm a, only you man. A, a, <laughs> a, a member of the first line. B, cyborg soldier and deathlock. C, robot created by Baron Heinrich Zemo. D, Atla- Atlantean <laughs> supervalin working with the Nazis. I think Baron Zemo created him, actually. That's my guess. He had to be like a U-boat, probably. Huh? Is this yeah. a, everybody, you know? I'm going with D. You're going, going with D. I always bet on Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to hit C, and if it's D, then you're right. Yeah, what? Well, he said that it's everybody C. Said C. Oh, okay. Everybody said C except yeah, for James. You. Okay, go ahead. Wrong. Oh, you're wrong. D. It's D. <laughs> Stoko wins again. I want to get more into James Hates because it's one of my personal loves. We'll get right back into that uh, after this song. All right. All right. Uh, 604-822-8648 to donate. And this better work now. Is it getting too blue for you, Robin? It is. There we go.
One, two, three. Mr. Del Antonio, it's time to have drinks now. Mr. Del Antonio, it's time to fall down. Mr. Del Antonio, it's time for you and me to fist fight like we did last night. So roll up your cuffs and straighten your mustache. There is yet another Brian on the internet. Huh? Man, those songs are way short. Yeah, dude. I don't know what's going on there. Listen, uh, we got a call during the song. Uh, sorry to bring you on. Mr. Delantonio called. Oh! Thank you so much. He had some very nice words to say about the Ink Studs, and I uh, very much appreciate it. I'm glad people like the show. What are you doing over there? What are you doing, Brandon? I'm just plugging things into things they're not supposed to do. It's an A-team <laughs> montage going on in here. He's turning the studio into a I won't go on that plane. We're not a crazy fool. I'm just going to give a little update of where we are right now at the Funding Drive. We're at $21,216.27. Nice. Nice. And just so you folks know, this is the last day of the Funding Drive. So if you want to donate, now is the time to do it. 604-822-8648. After today, all those books are coming back home with me, and I'm going to turn them into pillows. <laughs> Did you say pillow? Pillows. Are you going to drink milk? <laughs> you, have, have some cocoa with marshmallows in it or something? Yeah, at least the at least like the Linda Berry and Dave Cooper book should get should get ordered. Those are those Yes, are definitely. And if you don't, Brandon will cry. Yeah. And James will laugh. Somebody call and him Marley will just come on, guys. It's a basic Whatever. business as usual. <laughs> and that and this Marvel book, my goodness, it's uh it's glorious. It, I've I, got another question. Do it. Do it. I want to talk about Alpha Flight. Oh, <laughs> give me a second. Um question number twenty two hundred. Which physical problem did Miss Marvel suffer from? <laughs> a <laughs> lower back strain. Yeah, well, they all do. <laughs> a on her back. drug addiction. B heart disease. C alcoholism. D, D crotch rot. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Which diabetes. Which diabetes. What is this? Diabetes. It is Carol Danvers. Oh. Is there a picture? <laughs> Does she look like an alcoholic? Oh, yeah. I heard that's Ooh. like 70s. She's kicking a magician. I think she might be an alcoholic. Uh, but in the 70s, alcoholism wasn't real. Okay, so we're going with uh, alcoholic? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it wasn't like a... Right, it's called lunch. All right, let's, yeah. let's go with alcoholic. Yay! Wasn't was after they already had Iron Man as an alcoholic? Well, they needed the girl to, you know, well, girl it's counterpart. Not like, it's not like there's just the one alcoholic in the movie. Well, then they, then they had their, their team-up uh, comic series, The Alcoholics. Nice. Really? <laughs> uh, I hope so. But it's not oh. like, uh, hey, this guy has firepowers and that guy has firepowers. Yeah. Why are there so many firepower guys? Marvel, if you're no, don't combine the alcoholic with the guy with firepower. No. <laughs> you know what, though? Nothing will beat Speedy the Junkie. That is that is good. It's like somebody just slapped their forehead one day and was like, "Oh shit, his name's Speedy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, thank you. What were Daniel you about Neil. to learn about? What's that? What were you about to talk about before I, I rudely interrupted you? Oh no, I was just I was just feeling like you know we're we're on in Canada and and um, something that I've always felt uh, has been has been a, a major. Blight on, on on Canada's image is Alpha Flight being their superhero team. We we have nothing to do with John Byrne. Don't blame anything John Byrne does on us. I know, but you know Marvel Comics just like just letting him be like, hey, this is Canada's superhero. It's like, no, Wolverine is. Wolverine is. Wolverine Why? is, but that makes up for it. Come on, right. Sabretooth is a villain. What do you got to say? What are you gonna say, Brandon? I'm just I'm just talking. What about, are you gonna say? I, I love how shitty Alpha Flight is. Yeah. So tonight at the uh, at the 
I think it's at the Biltmore. Is it the Biltmore? It's at the Biltmore. There's a fun drive finale party where it's going to be a whole bunch of bands doing 90s cover music, uh, cover songs of 90s uh, songs. Like, uh, what, what are some good 90s songs, There's going to be Brian? some Everclear in there. Blind yeah. Melon. Blind Melon. Oh. Yeah. Do you, okay, I'm from Vancouver. Do you know how we feel about Blind Melon here? I just make fun. I don't even know what they do. I just make fun of Blind Melon. <laughs> they, when I was in grade 8, Blind Melon played, and the big hubbub next day at school is how he whipped out his... His blind melon. <laughs> and and, and sprayed blind melon juice on his audience. Oh, yeah. But he, uh, the Shannon and Hoon, he, he spent a lot of time here... Doing heroin? Doing heroin. Yeah. And oh. now he's dead. So there's, there's a good side of Vancouver. <laughs> we had blind melon. Well, it's fa- we're famous for it, you know? Yeah. We killed uh, the guy who made blind melon. Uh, <laughs> the You're 90s welcome. also had, had Toad of the Wet Sprocket. Oh. <laughs> and... Just... and what what's some good nineties hip hop, Brandon? nineties uh, hip hop was the good stuff. Well, well, you know, rock and roll was just dragging its ass. Nineties was all the really good stuff. You had all you know the Karis ones and and Rock Hims and whatnot doing. And Arrested Developments. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee Snow. Was that sweet? Snow. We, okay, we were snow. talking about oh, yeah. snow on the way here. Twelve Inches of Snow, which yeah. is the greatest album title anyone could give themselves. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> You just got the album, or you just realized that he was talking about his joke. Oh, yeah. I'm a white rapper. I'm good at rapping. And also, guess what? I lick your boom boom there. I've told Robin this story before, but when I first met um, Vancouver's own Colin Upton, he had a book that he was selling called Colin Upton's Other other big thing mm-hmm. and I, I thought it, I thought it was a hilarious penis joke and then I found out later there was actually a book called Colin Upton's Big Thing that, and that Colin's never made a penis joke before and there's also another comic by Colin called Colin Upton's Big Black Thing <laughs> nice. is that right? someone actually did an unauthorized Colin Upton's Big Black Thing um, in Seattle I think it was all blank pages <laughs> And no one knows who did it. I've been trying to find out. I've been asking folks, asking certain people who would know, and no one knows who made it. Could be Colin for the fun drive and tell us who did Colin Upton's big black thing and also donate. (laughs) (laughs) 604-822-8648 to donate and tell us who did Colin Upton's unauthorized big black thing. Because he also did an authorized one right afterwards. Uh, We could also just do another one. Image Come up with a new joke. Come on, Brandon. I don't know if you've looked at my career yet. <laughs> I try not to. It makes me sad. Wait. Oh. I, got this, I got this joke about a chicken crossing the road next issue that's going to kill. Oh. I think it's time for another Twitter song. What, what, what Twitter song should we play? Oh, um, you know, I'm going to play uh, something for the art, cover artist of the book, Britt Wilson. Thank oh, yeah, you, Britt, yeah. for doing oh, that yeah, wonderful yeah. cover. I'm going to play the Britt Wilson song, um, and we'll be right back. Inkstead, CITR, 101.9 FM. Brittany Wilson, ha 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 ha, oh no, oh, I don't think so, I don't think the other members would be glad to see her. Did you think that you could bring her in here? Ah, ha, 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 no, I don't think so. You had better send her outside before somebody sees her. Last time she was here, she placed her bottom right on the felt of the snooker table. Last time she was here, she was cursing like some manner of filthy sailor. Brittany Wilson, <laughs> oh dear, oh my dear, I don't think so. I don't think the other members would be glad to see her. See her. Get out. 
get out. Uh, okay, James, we have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Tell me your why you hate Jim Woodring. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> Jim Woodring. Well, he made he made the worst Aliens comics, and that's an unforgivable sin to me. <laughs> That's it. I've I've, done, I've never actually read anything else he's done. So. But for your, isn't I don't know. So Frank Turan made the best aliens comics, right? Yeah, the best drawn. He didn't write it though. Right. It didn't have any words. Like just either. aliens in general, as like generic aliens or aliens the movie. The movie. It really purist. Yes. Oh. <laughs> really, it appears to be like alien. Because yeah. they had this thing. Wasn't there a thing in the nineties? Oh. Like, they were going to fund all these indie dudes by basically bringing them in to work on these these licensed properties. I think it was Dinah Shutt's just giving people jobs. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But but then bringing like in like Jim Woodring's to work on Aliens just seems like a really weird. Him and, and Justin Green helped write it. Yeah, I, I haven't even read that one. It's it's written by isn't it drawn by the young witches guy? Solano Lopez. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I know they did Jim Woodring and Solano Lopez did one of the a Freaks adaptation. Oh, oh right, it was right. Killian Plunkett did the. Yeah, that sounds right. I like Killian Plunkett. Yeah, he's good, but. You know. Now here's my question, James. You're <laughs> saying it was a it was a crappy alien story. Can you do a good aliens comic? Is I, it possible to it's write? It's so easy. You, it, it, there's like two good movies. All you have to do is rip them off. Above. <laughs> <laughs> That's the major thing. With, like like Dark Horse just did like the first good Terminator comic ever, and it seems like with so much licensed stuff, it's like comic books would be the place to really play and do all the really cool shit. And they don't. It seems like for the most part, it's just people that phone it in. Mm-hmm. James. What, what would your Aliens comic... You've done an Aliens comic. You did a bunch of pages. Well, it's not a story, though. It's just a guy running away from some aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how Turan rolled. Yeah. Isn't that, how, isn't that really all like. Aliens is? It's just... Well, I have very, like, specific views about what I'd want to see from an Aliens comic, so... It's we probably differing about, from James everybody else. James just did a, a Galactus short for the next Strange That's time. right. You yes. have that coming out next month with uh, Michael DeForge. Yes, this... And the, Harvey P. Carr's in it. I think it's out. Holy shoot. That's pretty amazing. How how quick did you get that story done? Um, I started on a Tuesday and I finished Friday morning. So <sighs> it was only four pages. And how many cans of Monster did you drink? I did not. I drank um, some. Oh, what the hell was it? James likes to sit on his couch and demand mochas. I drank like this horrible Mountain Dew energy drink that makes you pee violently green. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like violent? Does it like punch you in the face? No, man. It fortifies your exome. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I was really, I was really amused at the nerve of doing a four-page Galactus story because you just, he, James just did a, what was it like a six-foot-tall Galactus picture, <laughs> and just the idea, like that dude doesn't fit on four pages. That you can't even draw that guy on one piece of paper. Yeah. Well, he's only in like two panels, so he's kind of just moseying. Little panels, little panels. So what about, all right, let's talk about Galactus versus Godzilla. Galactus would win. He would just eat the planet, and Godzilla would be like, mm-hmm. They're both kind of into moseying, right? Yeah, but Galactus moseys on a space level. Right. right. He's a cosmic moseyer. <laughs> cosmic moseyer. It's <laughs> 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 terrible. I, I really enjoy watching uh, Godzilla movies with James, and, and his whole thing about Godzilla is just like, look at him mosey. He's just, you know, he's got places to go. He's, he's doing things. He's doing stuff. Yeah. People are always in his way. Shooting masers at him? No. Masers. What, what's a maser? It's a monster laser, Robin. That's right. <laughs> and I'll remind you, if what you want more team? fine programming like this, call in 604-822-8688. You can hear like this forever. Said, this is the last day of the funding drive. And uh, after this, we'll have the French Connection. Um, 
by Mary Eve, and I'm sure it'll be a fabulous show as always. Uh, a tad more classy than we are, Say one bomb. would say. How is that possible? Back <laughs> <laughs> to Godzilla versus Galactus. Right now, uh, all the all my guests are wearing top hats, except for Marley, who's wearing a tiara. Yes. 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 Let's switch. I want, I want the tiara. The switch it. Here, let's switch. <laughs> switch it up today. I want to ride the Pegasus. <laughs> uh, no, you get the Griffin. <laughs> I want to ride that unicorn, but I'm not pure of heart, so can't, it won't let me near it. Battle, is it paying you back for your teen years? Yeah. Hmm. I think it's time for another question, Marley. Oh, are we going to Obsessed right. with Marvel. I, I have an issue with this title. It's called Obsessed with, and I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm okay with Marvel. I'm willing to let them slide, is what the name of my book is. <laughs> I think the world would be better without Marvel. I'm okay, Marvel's okay. Oh, I agree. I, I think that, you know, Mr., Mr. Jack Kirby, and then you just close the doors. Dicko. What about that issue of G.I. Joe that was the all silent one? That was it. My favorite G.I. Joe is actually the Michael Golden uh, G.I. Joe annual. He did a fine. Oh, Russian a October fine. Garden. Those were good. Michael Golden. Oh, yes. Yeah. A fine, totally fine right. issue. Okay, all right. Uh, number 468. Do you think there's any G.I. Joe questions in this Marvel book? No. No, no. probably not, huh? No. I, think, I don't think Larry Hamill lets those out. Okay. <laughs> Why did no one believe Peter Parker was Spider-Man when Dr. Octopus unmasked him in front of witnesses in the amazing Spider-Man number 12? Because he's a dweeb. Yeah, because he's a yeah. dweeb. He had a second okay. mask on under it. A mustache or a, something. Yeah. Peter Parker wore makeup disguising his features. I heard he always does he's that. He's a fancy man. <laughs> B. Guy liner. Guy liner. Hey, that was, that was Spider-Man 3. Yeah, my spider liner. Yeah. Oh, and he okay. got a perfume called Spider Sense. Ah! Me, it was <laughs> late at night and no one could see his face. See, no one recognized him. His face was covered in Wolverine's crotch shadow. Oh. Oh. You know, in no some comics, they don't want to draw nudity, so they just yes. throw a shadow yeah. over. Yes, yeah. yes. They should just make yeah. fur. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No witnesses believed Peter Parker was the real Spider-Man. I was just thinking how horrible it would be if it was C. No one recognized him, and that would just be the biggest like worst ending. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, they've unmasked Spider-Man. Like, dude, I always thought Spider-Man was that black. dude? Yeah. Okay, Marley, let's, let's bring really it on. Me down. All right, so uh, what is the decision? I'm going with C because that sounds Are we like... going no one recognized him? Yeah. Yeah? Because yeah. it was wow. dark. Because it was dark. That's the worst answer. No. Oh. It was, the answer is D. No witnesses believe well, Peter Parker was the real Spider-Man. That was Superman, too, I think. So, like, why bother even wearing a mask? Yeah. Then, you know? like, it doesn't well, matter. Superman doesn't wear one. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Reminder, call in 604-822-8648. We only have 16 or 17 minutes left in Ink Studs today. Yeah, I'd say 17 minutes. Uh, I'm going to go through one more quick roundup of the books that I have available. I have Children of the Atom by Dave Lapp, Paper Cut Heart, Witness My Shame, Nogadod, the Mar obsessed with Marvel book we have here, Life is a Foot, Nipper, uh, How to Send Israel in 60 Days or Less, Don't Get Lonely, Poof, the Hero Book, Poof. Poof. Uh, Bent by Dave Cooper, a Frankenstein no. pop-up book, the DC Comics uh, poster book, picture this by Linda Berry, the four novels um, of uh, Victorian zombie sea monsters, werewolves. Are there any werewolf ones? Vampires? They're all vampire books anyways, aren't they? Uh, Alec uh, really by Eddie Campbell. <laughs> werewolf by night. Man, whatever. Werewolf by night. <laughs> Make Me a Woman by Linda uh, by uh, Vanessa Davis, and last but not least, Drunken Stone, the uh, art book book of um, 
the National Lampoon. Make Me a Woman by Dave Sim. That's a good book. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I could never Make understand. Me a woman so I could punch myself. <laughs> well, he the, he makes Cerebus <laughs> like have a hermaphrodite. Like right. he's a hermaphrodite, mm-hmm. but is he had a That's a, Hermes and Aphrodite. Right. I read that in Namor comic. Two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> uh, Namor would make a good hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite, yes. Especially with <laughs> Brandon. Wow. Brandon. Oh, all right. Yeah. Call Brandon. me Marvel. Yeah. 604-822-8648. Call in and maybe we'll get Brandon off the air. Uh, I don't know. Who's that magic red I'm button? I'm for the French show. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love you, Brandon. We're just going to sit here and like make French puns and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's time for another Twitter song. What do you think, Brian? Uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's good that you played that Britt Wilson one because we played the Vicky Narino song last, last week, week and, huh. and they and their roommates. I'm going to play Graham Annable. Oh, there you go. I like that guy. Oh, nice. And we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I just saw a bunch of his storyboards for uh, Corey. Inside my bathroom, there lies the book of Grickle written by Graham Annabelle. I read his name. I read it like Cedric the Owl from King's Quest V. Like Graham, Graham, oh no, Graham, I really like your book. You really like the book of Grickle. What weird old voice acting in that CD-ROM game. We're back, CITR 101.9 FM, Ink Studs. This is the Morning Zoo. <laughs> Ow! Grim. Uh, I thought we'd take a second to kind of do a little shout-out of all the projects everyone is working Plugs. right now. Plugs. Um, originally, the plan was I was going to talk about how much everyone likes me and how important I am to all you guys and but about how we first met. And how much he loves cider. There's going to be like 12 more minutes cider. left of the show after that, though, so... <laughs> but there's there's only 11 minutes left in the show, Ryan. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with James. You have the new Orkstein collection coming out soon, as well as the Strange Tales we yeah, just mentioned. Yeah, I think they both come out on the same date, actually. What? The 8th, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm excited. Double whammy. Nice. So this is collecting the first five issues of Orkstein. It's like Christmas in December. Yeah, first five issues and a couple extra stuffs. What's, so, tell us a bit about the extra stuff. Um, it's just like little illustrations and stuff. Some That's grunchy cool. goodness. You did yeah. think about the how orc money is made out of their penises? Yeah, there's that. Uh. Oh. You know, buy one for your kids for Christmas. And if people want to kind of check out more on James, you can go to orcstain.wordpress.com. Yes. Nice and easy. It. It's brand new. Just brand new. Uh, even Warren Ellis was mentioning on his thing. It's Dr. Ellis. MD. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. Say it. <laughs> Look me in the eyes and say it. <laughs> I think I'm still in the shit list. Um, Brandon, what do you got going on? Oh, let's see. Well, I'm I'm working on on two books right now. I'm uh, I've got uh, my multicolor multiple warheads, which 
I got to finish up two more. I just finished up the second issue, and I'm finishing up two more issues of before I actually solicit it, so it isn't late ever. And uh, I haven't I haven't mentioned it all, but Image approved me doing a 300-page collection of all of my my uh, color work and older work. So it'll be about half black and white comics uh, and half color illustrations. That'll so, be awesome. Yeah. And next week, the last issue of King City comes out. Yes. So I think a little uh, golf clap. Oh, yay. That's very exciting. And, it, and it's like two ninety nine and like 40 pages and comes with a poster. So There's a picture of Don King, occasional co-host of uh, Ink Studs, in the back of the book. Oh, I drew my favorite comic store. Yes, RX. RX, RX. Comics, RX Comics, Main and right. Broadway. And just so you know, if you get a Friends of CITR card, you can get discounts at both RX Comics and Lucky's Comics. Nice. What other comic stores do you need to go in, in Vancouver? You should give the number again. 604-822-8648. That is, what is it, Brian? Uh, UBC Unit. There we go. <laughs> it stands for sitter, right? I was making sitter. a horrible yes. joke earlier about how you can leave your kids in front of the radio. There we go. I wouldn't leave my kids in front of this show. Brian. Yes. You're leaving us. Me? Yeah. I just, I just last night bought a one-way ticket to Toronto. So... Nice knowing you, everybody. <laughs> See a little tear running down my face? It's yeah. not for you. Traded in my Canucks jersey for Maple Leafs jersey. and um, So you've basically given up on life then. No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm moving to Toronto just for something to do. And, uh, and hopefully get more work done there to comics and stuff. And I don't know, it should be good. Change of scenery and all that, yeah. There's some good folks out there. Definitely. And I'll remind folks, I'm going to be in Toronto on Sunday. They're, they're planning to go to TCAF this time. Yeah. They're, they're actually let's, getting stoked on the go-to somewhere. You guys, you guys let's, all, let's all make a promise now that when TCAF happens... We'll we, hold hands. We, <laughs> we'll skip in. We'll, we all meet again there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll that's, do. That's the if none of us are married by the time TCAF happens... <laughs> <laughs> we know since if I'm still a virgin... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get on that unicorn. <laughs> Like, I, I've been making the, the rounds, but James can't go anywhere because he's deported still, so... Wait, what? Terrorist. Oh. Yeah. You should see the beard in this guy right now. Yeah, James actually tries to cross the border with a bomb strapped to him, but... Uh, <laughs> so, but, so, but he can go to TCAF. It is a fine beard. We don't know... Uh, we're still waiting to see who's official at TCAF, but you guys would very much like to go. Yeah, no, we're showing yes, up yes. either. Well, we're not official allowed in the doors. We'll hang outside with, you know, cardboard signs. Mm-hmm. There we go. Apparently one year, Jason Shiga did that at MoCA. He couldn't get a table... So we set up a table outside. I think that sounds, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah, I, yeah, if you want to, yeah, I'd say why not. Uh, at 8, there was always, um, there was always like, people outside of, of the building, like on the street, selling, selling their zines on the street. I'm like, hey, go for it, you know? Like, you can't afford a table, and you want to you get zines and comics and stuff? Do it. Oh, we have another caller in. So we're going to bring this last caller on the line. Oh, uh, let's see. CITR, you're on air. Hi, it's Jordan. <gasps> Yay, Jordan! <laughs> Jordan was on the show last week to. Uh... Yeah, I'm. I'm just calling again because I'm going to be a jerk and say you guys have to go to TCAF or I'll be really sad, and everyone else will flip tables and be really sad. So. <laughs> I love the idea of flipping tables while you're sad. Like, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and if you come, we'll flip tables. There we go. 
We'll find someone whose comics you really hate, Brandon, and flip their table. Have you seen that table flipping video game from Japan? What? No. It's like this arcade game, and the cabinet has like a little a I little table, and it's all the it's different scenarios where you're getting mad and flipping a table. You're a teacher, or you're right. like at a restaurant, and or whatever. You have to do it at the nice. most appropriate moment, right? Yeah, yeah. And oh, and when you do it, like you get bonuses, and it like people go on fire and stuff. It's I epic, feel like that just trains you to do the wrong thing. Probably. Like, like you think that oh, there's a Am I not flipping the table yet? Yeah. yeah. You got, you know, well, you gotta know. You gotta know when to flip them. And when what have you been working on, Jordan? I was talking to Robin about how elusive your work is to track down sometimes. Yes. Um, you know, mostly stuff that I'm not really getting paid for very much. But <laughs> that's always, that's always um, I'm working on a couple anthologies right now and hoping to get more personal work done. Yeah. Well, it would be nice to see uh, some more Jordan comics. You draw pretty. Oh, thank yeah. you. I just drew a King City fan art for I saw you. That. I think it was awesome. Thanks it's, for doing uh, that. Did you post? You didn't post on your thing though, yeah? Have you, oh, I have. No, Brandon has. Yeah, she put it on her oh. Twitter thing, and I, yeah. and I found it because I was trying to dig up more of her elusive comics. And twittering his own name. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. you're feeding Brandon. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the only person in the world who was laughing at all of his puns during this show. <laughs> I gotta send you really? a gift card. You were the only person. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't mean that like no, a bad thing. Jokes. Okay, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, uh, Jordan. And as always, you're a uh, wonderful and valued friend. Aww. Yay. Bye, guys. Love Bye. you. Bye, Jordan. Oh. Bye. Jordan, another former Vancouverite that left us. What's Jordan's site again? 8 at 8 dot net, I think. Yep. And 8 E-T-8. Eight. The digit 8 E-T, as in 8 and 8. Yeah. Yeah, just you know, really, just more really, really like impressive, solid comics that just don't get out there as much. Agreed. As she has a live journal too. And, uh, Why Front Ninja? Why Front Ninja? Why Front Ninja? No, yeah. Live journal. Is live that journal the best that name? everyone's bailing on Live Journal, but there's still a lot of good stuff. So you got nowhere else to go. I know. Same. <laughs> you could be like James and get a WordPress. <sighs> yeah. Blogspot. Do something. My girl. Marley. Marley's gonna do something. It's gonna be Whatever. pictures of kitties and yeah, overflowing cats. out of mugs. <laughs> <laughs> Marley's like the most social one out of our entire group. Yeah, but I like social in person. Social on the internet's just, you know. Well, let's fake social. I anyway. keep my DeviantArt. That's all right. <laughs> How long have you had your DeviantArt account? A very, very long time. Actually, if you go on there, there's some really scary things in my uh, my folder. What's That's your what DeviantArt I... name? It's uh, oh, I'm not saying. Short that. Fury. Yeah, yeah. Short Fury. I like that. S-H- I like it when people keep old stuff that they're probably not stoked oh, on on their site. Yeah, I, I, like, I have everything, like, all my, like, comics from, like, 2002 on my site, and, mm-hmm. and, and like, I, there's a lot of it that I don't like, and I kind of, like, wish maybe people wouldn't look at it, but it's like, what do you do? Dude, you know? I got some Cardcaptor Sakura fan art on Ooh. there, all right? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what any of that is. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> it's from around 2000. <laughs> All right, I think we're nearing the end of our time here. So I want to remind folks, call in 604-822-8648 to donate. I still have a stack of books there. They'll it rhymes, be... so it must be true. Mm-hmm. It... Eight to donate, UBC unit. Thank you, Marley, James, Brandon, Brian, all for trekking, riding the Tauntauns to UBC today. <laughs> oh, on the inside, though. On the inside. <laughs> I really wish they'd make that Tauntaun sleeping bag. I think they, they, they are doing that, are they? Apparently it's just for kids. Oh. 
I would have. I would use that as my blanket. Get at two home. and zip them together. Exactly. Like a real tauntaun. Like that real... is my specialty. It's neat. the tauntaun sound effect. What? Let's hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, Marley, I have uh, one question before you. Oh before. Jesus! <laughs> so what? What's the deal with kitties? Cats. Kitties. 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 They're. I love them. They make my life full. <laughs> they make Alf's stomach full. Oh! <laughs> That's why I didn't like Alf. A word. <laughs> Actually, I was always terrified and disgusted by Alf just because he ate cats. Just... And he's from the planet called Melmac. Yeah. Do you guys know what Melmac is? Yeah, it's that like uh, plastic. That's where uh, Mandarin got his rings from. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Elf cartoon. The the character designer of that was Phil Barlow, who did that fine fine Zooniverse comic that I like to hype all the time. Yeah. Well, I didn't know your eyes could roll. And you can find it. Yeah, uh, well, you're hyping the book, and it's impossible to find. Uh, it's, actually, it's actually not that bad. To find. Yeah, you just got to know how to look in the quarter bins. Look, I've got like three issues. We've actually scouted this thing down. I went through Graham Cracker Comics quarter bins in Chicago looking for that thing. Graham Cracker uh, Comics. Nice. That is the I, best or worst name. I don't know how I to insert know. this pun into the conversation, but I just wanted to say the words Larry Bud Melmac. Never. Okay. <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Glad the screeching halt. Have yeah. fun in Toronto. We'll see you later. Yeah, yeah bye, nice, Toronto. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Don't let the door we'll hit you. We'll get that maple leaf jersey for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, thank you all so much. Remember, folks, call in 604-822-8648. And I'm going to leave us off with a song about another person, Halifax, Dorian Lang. Oh, yeah. You all walk into the tavern, grab a bench at a common table. Barmaid brings you around the veil and meet for the half that's what she always drinks Clothes figure in the corner of the room Feel his gaze with perception checks Don't expect trouble on account of the royal seal Emblems you were all given to wear He introduces himself as Dorian Lang Hands you a rolled up parchment Says time is short but you'll know what to do When the time, the time is right with that, he vanishes into the shadows. Who is 